when good people become bad bosses a workplace leadership technique as soon as the words bad boss is mentioned most people start imagining pictures of a wicked person a crook a tyrant a scheming backstabbing individual a selfish demon and so on and typical textbook definitions of a bad boss is someone who screams threatens intimidates grabs credit fires people and so on while such gory imaginations could be true in a few cases it is not so in a large percentage of cases actually it is not necessary to be a wicked person at all to be called a bad boss ironically a good natured or normal person can also fall into the category of a bad boss without exhibiting any boorish behaviors to understand how there are a few common mistakes good people do to slowly transform themselves into bad bosses lack of knowledge a good person can become a manager of a department for various reasons but may have no knowledge necessary to run that department often many employees get promoted to senior levels too fast but without the required knowledge maturity or skills to run a bunch of diverse departments and employees and this is unavoidable in many cases as modern managers often have to swim in uncharted waters in today's chaotic business world however this can become a catastrophe not only for the manager but also to all his peers and team members who look at him or her for guidance help and coaching if managers lack the required knowledge and advisory skills to coach mentor and supervise their department they can agitate their team members to death in addition to stressing their team members daily managers will also stress themselves more as they will be unable to lead effectively for example a good person can become a car service supervisor but can never effectively manage his mechanics if he himself does not have some prior experience in servicing a car or at least a generous dose of knowledge and practical hardships of servicing cars his lack of knowledge can often lead to conflicts with his mechanics as he may make unrealistic demands commit to impractical requests by customers overload his mechanics and so on soon it will become a ego conflict between the knowledgeable and the clueless avoiding learning it is understandable that a manager cannot be expected to have an accurate knowledge from day one to gain knowledge one must get into deep waters to understand the nitty gritty of a new department's work regardless of their earlier experience and no matter which department you manage there will be some amount of new learning every day to keep up with the latest trends and happenings related to that particular industry but too many managers avoid doing this and don't make any effort to learn the work hands on or at least an essential percentage of it they never bother to understand the nuts and bolts or roll up their sleeves to get involved instead they start running their departments from a high level by viewing the world through status reports endless meetings metrics statistical gymnastics asking tough questions and will soon become an object of ridicule very soon this will lead to problems for the manager like inaccurate estimation procrastination unable to take independent decisions workload issues staff shortages endless meetings email wars improper budgeting and various daily conflicts by refusing to learn or get involved they will soon distance themselves from understanding any practical issues and difficulties of a department instead of being in a position of confidently saying let me show you how or this is how you do it 
they will start covering their lack of knowledge through various devious means as they have become insecure and incompetent by now. Obviously, that means entering into dirty waters like indulging in cheap politics, surround themselves with yes-men, shoot the messenger and find scapegoats. They will also be unable to shield their team. Often, for many managers, maintaining the status of a good and diplomatic person who will not antagonize customers and clients becomes more important than being right. So they will not be able to shield their team from hostile situations, unfair accusations or demands. They will start saying yes to every demand and put their team members in trouble or put excessive workloads on them without knowing what is to be done. Also, they cannot take the heat for their team when required and they will be unable to say no. Very soon, team members will stop going to them for help like a certain Jeff Rich, the CEO of ACS, who said, I think the day that your people stop bringing their problems to you is the day you stop leading. They have either concluded that you don't care about their problems or that you cannot help them. And leaders have to be in a position to help. Now continuing the example of the car mechanic supervisor, he will often not be able to shield his mechanics from aggressive and impatient customers who pressurize them with unreasonable demands, invent faults or expect unrealistic services. Customers and clients don't appreciate a plain exhibition of good nature. Just because a person is good, customers will not take things easily or dilute their demands. They need value for their money, solutions, answers, guidance and so on for their problems. And if a person cannot provide that, he or she automatically becomes a bad manager. A good nature and lots of smiles cannot be used as a shield for delivering bad results. For example, will you go to a doctor who is very friendly but is unable to diagnose your fever or prescribe the right medicines? Will junior surgeons depend on a friendly senior surgeon who cannot teach or oversee complicated and delicate surgeries? Will you go to a lawyer who talks well but gives you bad legal advice? Will you go or recommend a tax consultant who talks well but cannot give you proper tax advice? Similarly, a good person who is unable to help customers, clients or team members can get into trouble by being branded as a bad manager as their credibility will take a nosedive. Finally, we can conclude this episode with a quote from Thomas Arnold who said, Real knowledge, like everything else of value, is not to be obtained easily. It must be worked for, studied for, thought for, and more than all, must be prayed for. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode and will implement its suggestions in your workplace. Thanks again. This episode was brought to you by Self-Improvement International a digital magazine published by Tejendra Srinivas, who is an author and life skills coach. This magazine is font-optimized for reading on all Android and Apple devices, Kindle Reader or your web browser. This means you don't have to pinch and zoom to read the contents. You can buy this magazine on Amazon Kindle, Apple Books, Kobo, Maxter, Google Play and several other ebook retailers. Please visit www.tejendra.com for more details.